1: Welcome to the World in Sport, I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, Solomon Islands begin their Futsal World Cup campaign. Papua New Guinea's cricketers hit the road, and Tonga's schoolboy rugby team learn on and off the field in Australia. But first, Vanuatu have qualified for the FIFA Under-20 Men's World Cup after scoring a dramatic stoppage time winner to advance to the Oceania Championship final in Port Vila. The Solomon Islands had taken the lead in the 21st minute of their semi-final encounter before the hosts equalised 15 minutes later. The Solomons were then reduced to 10 men in the final quarter of an hour before Frederick Massing sent the crowd into raptures with his 94th minute winning goal. Technical advisor Dicklin Edge says they were the deserved winners.
0: We were the most dominant team from start to finish. We were the one that was looking to score and play the attacking football. So it was only a matter of time I think and whether it was going to take the 90th minute or the 94th minute or into extra time, I think we were uh, going to, you know, we, we, I think we were always going to be on the on the uh, right side of the result.
1: Yeah, I guess penalties can be a nasty thing sometimes in football. So you felt that if it went to extra time, you guys would find a way in that extra period to, to get that goal you needed.
0: Yeah, I mean they had a player sent off, and I think we, you know, like I say, we we, we were dominant in open play. Yeah, there was a bit of a worry of going into penalties Palante- and. We sort of been talking to the boys as well all week, that we didn't really want it to go in extra time, so we were very, very aggressive in the last 10, 10 minutes, five minutes, to uh, to get the goal. We you know we were pushing players from the back into into striking positions. We went after the juggler in the last five 10 minutes, and um, we managed to do it.
1: The shot was parried away by the keeper, uh, with Frederick uh, coming up quickly behind a obviously tap at home and you, you want your players alert and in those positions ready to pounce when those opportunities do arise. Yeah, if
0: you have a look at that incident, we have, I think there's five or six players who are in, in attacking forward positions. It's the centre-back, Jason, that we pushed up, for, up front in the last five minutes That's got headed the ball down to bong. So, you know, we were putting ourselves in positions uh, to win the game from the start. And uh, if you keep on doing that more, op- or more often than the opposition, more likely to win the game than the other team.
1: So that puts you through to the final, and under the new scenario, you're of course already qualified for Korea, and and what a special moment that is for Vanuatu football.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean I can, you, you know, you, I can relate it back to a little bit in '82 when I really I I hadn't even arrived in New Zealand yet in '82, but I know how big that was when New Zealand got to their first World Cup, and I know it was a senior final. And, you know, the legacy that left behind is still, you know, is very strong in New Zealand still in, in, the, in the last World Cup. So for the for this little island nation to go to an under-20 World Cup, it's a, it's a pretty big deal.
1: Yeah, and I guess at that under-20 level two years ago, Vanuatu made the final against Fiji, lost that, so got within a game, and of course now they're in a similar situation being in the final, but um, you know, managed to, to get through this time. Uh, has it sort of sunk in? I saw your post-match interview immediately after the game and you said that you were kind of just starting to grasp now what it actually meant to a lot of these players and, and, and the public.
0: Yeah, but it's uh, next day now. It's the, the day. We're just getting ready training train again. So uh, we've moved on. You know, the boys had a good time last night, I think. I mean, there was a parade <laughs> around uh, Avila last night. I think every man and his dog was out and there was cars and there was horns and uh, it was like something out of South America. So that was uh, invigorating. Um, But today we're back to work. We're uh, training and preparing for the next game.
1: Yeah, and of course you have that game against New Zealand. You didn't want to play them in the semi. You didn't want to have to go to Santo. You earned the right to play in Villa. And of course now you've got that final against uh, the New Zealand team. Um, So, What is the mindset there? Obviously you want to go in and win the game, but having both qualified, I guess it's quite a unique scenario that hasn't been the case in previous Oceania tournaments.
0: Yeah, we want to win the game. I want to beat New Zealand. Simple as that. I think the last time that... uh, I have two, uh, two of my staff here in Vanuatu were in the Vanuatu team the last time Vanuatu beat a New Zealand team. So, uh, like, you know, I think uh, we, we want to go out and win, obviously. And we want to win in front of a nice, good crowd again against, you know, the champions of Group B.
1: And uh, how long ago was that last win? Excuse my ignorance.
0: Yeah, I'd have to ask them. They don't, they're not telling me their age, but they were, they were in the last Vanuatu team that beat New Zealand. So that's uh, Etienne and Kazan. So... We would not like to have made more, more Vanuatu players that have been in a team that's beaten New Zealand.
1: You get a bit of silverware if you do uh, manage to go ahead and do that, but uh, it very much literally is just 90 minutes, isn't it? Uh, you've got you know just one shot where you can just literally throw the kitchen sink at them.
0: Yeah, we haven't got a kitchen sink to throw at them. We're gonna we'll go about our business as we normally do. Go through process like the systems that we've been you know trying to put in place here, and uh, and like I say, see we can uh, nail some good. Uh, vital statistics in the game, in you know ball possession, playing the ball forward, and hope that um, that'll be enough to win the game. We're certainly not going to. I mean, I don't play like that. We, we don't. We're not going to throw a kitchen sink at anybody.
1: Have you had? Obviously, you've been worrying about your group, and your semi, How much of a chance have you had to watch those uh, New Zealand matches? Uh, over Yeah, in I centre? haven't watched
0: any. Like, but to be honest, I don't watch. It's it, it's my style as well. I don't watch the other team. I'm not really bothered what any other teams do. I'm just more interested in the teams that I work with. Whether it's. Back in New Zealand with the boys at Olay and Western Suburbs, or whether it's uh, here with Vanuatu, is we have a way that we like to play, and we concentrate on what we're doing. And if we think we get that, if we get that right, then um, it will be difficult.
1: And uh, what's your sense about the boys? Obviously uh, on a high after that victory, uh, do they seem focused in training today? Do they seem, um, you know, intent on, on that final on that match?
0: Yeah, of course. Like, uh, we can go through this whole tournament unbe- you know, unbeaten and uh, un- on maximum points. We're the only team that can do that. So, you know, we can go through a World Cup qualifying tournament picking up three points in every game. You know, they're all starting to, to uh, get ready for training now. So we'll talk to them this morning uh, just to, to clarify that this is good. Again, this is great preparation for the World Cup. We, you know, we're going to take it as the first game in preparation for uh, Korea. And to play a New Zealand under-20 team here in Port Villa would be it's a, great, it's a great opportunity.
1: Vanuatu, of course, will face New Zealand in Saturday's OFC final after the young all-whites defeated New Caledonia three goals to one in the other semi-final to also book their spot in Korea next year. The Solomon Islands have been beaten 4-2 by Costa Rica in their first match at the FIFA Futsal World Cup in Colombia. The Kurukuru trailed a goal to nil at half-time but it could have been more after the CONCACAF champions missed twice from the penalty spot. The 19th-ranked Costa Rica made it two goals to nil early in the second spell before the captain Alejandro Paniagua finally converted from the penalty spot to score his second of the match. Solomon's captain Elliot Ragamo briefly cut the deficit with a penalty of his own before Costa Rica restored their three-goal advantage less than a minute later. Jeffrey Mbule managed a consolation strike in the final minutes after he combined with Alvin Ho. Solomons face Argentina in their next match on Friday. Papua New Guinea's cricketers have arrived in Darwin for the start of another South Australian Premier League campaign. The Barramundis played three matches against Australian state teams in Queensland earlier this month and will spend the next month playing 50-over and two-day matches as part of their preparation for hosting Namibia in October. Cricket PNG's high-performance manager, Rarua Dekana, says the Saka League continues to be a valuable development opportunity
2: played its part in developing our players, especially to be up against the quality of the and to compete and perform under pressure, which uh, helps the growth in, in, in the development of cricket. Uh, and before going over to the boys, we were invited to to, uh, to take part in the in matches against uh, Australian state sides, uh, Tasmania, Western Australia, and. Queensland. They played three matches, and the boys fed really well. That's the first time we've ever played any state sides, and I think uh, that there was a good uh, good experience for the boys to be up against uh, again quality sides, quality opposition, and to perform uh, at that level. Uh, it, 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 it's actually uh, telling fact uh, where our cricket is at. Uh, our boys, uh, our bowler should play uh, against uh, Tasmania and. Uh, Queensland, um, but uh, they they played it performed really well uh, with both the bat and ball. Uh, when when Western Australia posted 322 runs for for the boys to chase, and the boys actually uh, uh, almost uh, ran the runs down uh, uh, after being uh, bowled out for 307, I think, and it was a Good performance. Imagine if we had won that match; that would have been a powerful message to to the state side that uh, PNG series about uh, hears about uh, cricket. Uh, so it was a good learning experience, and also to perform against the opposition was a was a good uh, uh, measuring gauge for where our cricket is at, and it was good to to be up against the state side. And now. We're going into the soccer league. Uh, like I said, this is the fourth year, and uh, the boys have gained a lot of experience over the years they have been involved, and uh, this year will be no different, and the boys will be looking to perform, keep, uh, keep performing uh,
1: in, in, in that uh, tournament. Yeah, and I, and I guess the soccer league, as you say, fourth year now, but uh, also a very important preparation, this and the matches against the state teams, because you've got Namibia touring Uh, Papua New Guinea next month. Uh, Obviously, you had the series earlier this year against Kenya where you were very successful at home and you had that historic first 50 over match. So, uh, you know, you're starting to get these international teams coming to PNG now and getting to finally play in front of your home supporters like that. So, uh, you know, a very exciting uh, time uh, in the history of cricket PNG. Well,
2: this will be on the road. uh up to the end of mid and end of uh, November. So it's a big uh, road ahead uh, with the boys now involving a lot of international cricket and quality cricket. Uh, again, it helps their development in, in the game of uh, game of cricket. And the program that we are uh, putting forward for the boys is uh, living the life of uh, true uh, professional cricketers. The soccer league will be just a good uh, leader up for the boys uh, in coming into in Namibia, which is a very, very important uh, feature for the boys as the the World Cricket League and the i matches uh, are the ranking areas, tournaments where the boys will have to play and uh, do well and so that uh, our ICC rankings uh, maintain the highest uh, possible uh, number so that we maintain the high performance uh, status and also the ODA status of
1: our cricket. That's Cricket PNG's high-performance manager, Rarua Dakana. The Tonga under-18 rugby team have made it back-to-back wins on their tour of Australia, defeating the New South Wales combined high schools 33 points to 12 on Tuesday. It followed a 45-8 thumping of New South Wales Catholic combined colleges in Newcastle last week. Team spokesperson Kavamone Fisihoi says the players are learning plenty both on and off the field during their time in Australia.
3: Uh, our first two games, we need to to see how we improve our, our our players, and uh, uh, I think the the, the second uh, the New South Wales team was uh, uh, much uh, stronger than the Cafe uh, School, uh, should I say, and um, to be winning the the Combined High School was a uh, really um, uh, good. Uh, a step for us to to see our, our our last match with the barbarians
1: yeah and what you know what sort of style of rugby are you guys trying to play on this tour
3: our main um objective is to win all our games. This is the eighth time we we're having a chance to play against Australian under eighteen but uh, this is the first time to play the australian uh barbarians. It's a big challenge to us
1: and uh, in you know of your squad have, have any of them represented tonga schools before
3: no um this is the first national team the boys uh, uh, take part uh, previously uh, some of them uh, take part in uh, under fourteen and under sixteen but it was to new zealand it was not a national team it just Actually, uh, sort of a national team, but uh, they they not playing against the national team in New Zealand. The only playing is against uh, schools available to play with in New Zealand.
1: You know what areas are you still looking at for improvement? Where are you guys focusing on in training?
3: We really look to to see our uh, securing our balls, and um, especially <coughs> our, our lineouts, and kick-off as well. Um, the boys um, couldn't um, stick to what they, uh, with the game plan was uh, starting with. Uh, basically, they start um, used to run in territory and when they ran out of cash, they start to get back to the basics that we want to. And that's what we want to do. We to try to cut to short with the balls and um, get the support not uh, losing our balls when we in, in our attacking um, time and mm-hmm. plus uh some basic mistakes with uh and uh rocks the height of our uh, is one of our weakness uh, the kickoff, um the kick off um um managed to to get our balls and kick off and uh,
1: yeah and and obviously, you've got that barbarians game to finish off on the weekend um so that's gonna be uh, another big step up and obviously you want to end the tour well uh so um you know it's all i guess now heading you know focus towards that match
3: the matter we we split the boys um uh we a bit uh, loss of um uh, controls uh, you know what they eat when they sleep that would be a disadvantage uh like to but uh this is the whole point of the tour not only the rugby experience the boys experience exposing to uh this kind of uh billeting and get uh trained themselves professional life in uh staying out from the, our country is um in that age in that age um uh, so we accept not we we tested the the whole um the whole purpose of the tour. Um, boys, most of them first time to go overseas and um them with different families is uh, is a very, very, very good experience with them. Especially um speaking language second language, uh talking, normal conversation with um Australian families. Um, it's really good. We really enjoy uh, when we were in uh, Newcastle. They really enjoy visiting with families. And this is the second time they 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 going to uh, Newington families tonight and tomorrow and Thursday as well. Thursday we come back to where we staying and uh, they they learn a lot. And they have to to adapt to to lifestyles, and um, this is what they looking forward is. They want to continue. In this career, in the future, they will stay out of the going overseas, get a, a club or contract somewhere. The whole purpose is to, to introduce them with this kind of thing.
1: That's the spokesperson for Tonga's under-18 rugby team, Kawhamone Fisihoi. And the New Zealand government's putting $10 million into a programme aimed at getting more children in Pacific countries playing sport. The programme will be delivered over five years in partnership with New Zealand Rugby and Netball New Zealand and will be used for participation programmes to provide equipment and facilities, as well as training coaches and referees. The New Zealand Prime Minister John Key made the announcement in Ponape in the Federated States of Micronesia, where he had been attending the Pacific Islands Forum. He said initially it would focus on working with netball and rugby management in Fiji, Samoa, Tonga and the Cook Islands, but he said there was potential to include other sports and countries in the future. We're doing so for a couple of reasons. Firstly, because um, we know that sport is very important. Uh, We want youngsters to have their time uh, used wisely and learn all the lessons that they do from sport, Uh, but also ensuring that uh, the young uh, uh, boys and girls of the Pacific are active. New Zealand Prime Minister John Key. Samoa Prime Minister Tu Alepa Salale Malialinga Oe says New Zealand has achieved great sporting success, particularly in rugby and football, against countries much bigger than them, and that is something Pacific nations would like to emulate.
2: Over 50% of our population comprises of uh, young people. Many of them are, are not employed, but have talents in playing sports. And sports... Uh, are no longer uh, looked at as a leisure activity. It is uh, employment
1: for our youths, and I'm sure this uh, 10 million will go a long way. To says he would like to see the programme extended to include cricket in future, which is also a very popular sport in the Pacific. And that's the World in Sport for this week. From RNZ International, I'm Bunny Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening.